0: Hi everybody, this is uh, Silvio Canto in Dallas, uh, Texas, on Thursday, July the 13th, and welcome welcome to our commentary. I have been watching, I'm sure some of you have seen some of these video clips of President Biden in this European visit that he is doing. Uh, honestly, in, let's put politics on the side for a second. It's painful to watch. I mean, this is an 80-year-old man who I think is being pushed around and, you know, forced into these trips. He looks tired. He looks feeble. Uh, I mean, he has a hard time keeping up. With the events in fact what he didn't even go to one of the dinners because apparently he needed some rest i think it's really sad it's really sad what we're watching again this has nothing to do with politics it's just the reality of watching a man who i think uh should not be doing this job just physically that is should not be doing this job and you have to wonder about the first lady doesn't she see this doesn't the first lady see what her husband is being put through i mean look going into these trips, you know, where you cross the ocean and you got to have the jet lag and and you're attending these meetings and you're going from this town to town that town, that would be difficult for a 60-year-old man. It would be difficult for a 70-year-old man. We're talking here about an 80-year-old man. He looks tired, you could just see it. I think it's really sad. It's really sad. I don't know where the first lady is, but I think she ought to be sitting now with her husband and say, you know what, Joe, we we got you in the White House, but I think it's time to to tell everybody that you're not going to run for re-election. And let's just start, you know, putting you in a different work pace here, because this is this is really sad. I, I don't know how else to describe it. I mean, I disagree with Joe Biden in many things, of course, practically everything. But I'm not talking here as a partisan. I'm talking here of a uh like a citizen and like uh you know I had a father who passed away at age 89 and in the last year or so of his life he, he you know he went down quite a bit and that's uh that's what I'm seeing in in Joe Biden I think it's time for the Biden family the first lady in particular uh to say you know what I think it's time we we wrap it up and at the very least tell everybody you're not running for reelection because this is not fun to watch uh for anybody I don't see how anybody enjoys watching their father or their uncle, or in this case, uh, their husband, uh, having to go through all of this. He looks absolutely, completely bad. I just don't know how else to say it. Well, here in Texas, of course, we're having a big debate about property tax, and it looks like the property tax uh, proposal will pass the Senate and head to uh, to the governor's desk where he has promised to sign it. Now, there is still a constitutional issue pending because they're raising the exemption for residential uh property values, so that has to be approved by the voters in an election in November so that will hold up uh, the eventual implementation of this, but it looks like like it will be implemented. It looks like a very good plan for people who pray who pay property taxes uh, in Texas, either residential property taxes or you know commercial. Uh, property taxes. And I think overall, it's a good plan. And it's a good way of, you know, giving back to the people of Texas, this amazing surplus that we've accumulated because of the great Texas uh, economy. So overall, I think it's a very good plan. And I think the governor and the legislators who supported this, the speaker and uh, the lieutenant governor, governor should all be commended for having done a very, very good job. Now, the Democrats are apparently going to try to stop this by putting up some amendments, I guess, on the bill. One of them has to do with renters and the other one has to do with uh, teacher salaries. Now, look, I think you can have an honest debate about teacher salaries. I think you can have a debate saying, you know, maybe we should do something about teacher salaries. I, I think that's an honest debate that we can have separately. I don't think it should be included With the property tax, uh, resolution or proposal, I think the, the teacher salary debate is one that we can have on the side. By the way, let me say something about teacher salaries. I'm not against raising teacher salaries, but, but I think we've got to, we've got to start tying teacher salaries, uh, with the success of our public schools. And when you have, like we just learned in Houston, a bunch of high schools, a bunch of schools, who are, who are not living up to the standards. And you know, it's hard for me to approve a pay increase for people who are not performing or not, not doing their job as, as teachers. Now that doesn't mean every teacher is, is not doing his job, but I think we should be tying uh, teacher uh, salaries to successful graduations. And by successful graduations, I mean not just that you graduate, but that you can meet certain test scores in writing and reading and so on. So the teacher salary debate is one that we can have, but not inside this property tax uh, proposal. Now the one about giving benefits to renters, that's a more political uh, debate. I mean, we can have a debate about that, but I don't know how the state legislature gives a benefit to renters or some kind of a subsidy to renters. I'm not exactly sure how, how they would uh, they're gonna do that. Because, you know, every renter has a lease with their landlord. Now, if the landlord wants to pass on some of the savings of property tax, well, that's a personal decision. But I don't know how the state legislature is going to take care of lenders. I, I, I'm a little bit uh, confused uh, with that proposal. I mean, I understand that rents have gone up considerably, particularly here in the North Texas area. The rents have really gone up quite a bit. But I, I actually think a lot of that has to do with the demand for housing and the demand for apartments that we have seen around here because all these people are moving in. So that, I think, is the reason for the increase uh, in rent. But again, I, I, I'm not opposed to helping people. I just don't know how you put that in in a property tax uh, resolution. As I mentioned before, I think this property tax relief is going to indirectly help Renters. For one thing, it's going to encourage more people to get into commercial real estate. There will be more apartments probably and more construction because the property taxes will be lower for the people investing in those projects. And I think many landlords are going to realize some property tax relief, which will allow them to at least control some of their, some of their rent increases. So I think the lend, the, the renters will get their benefit that way. But again, I don't see how you bring this into a property tax proposal. I don't see the uh, the connection between between the two the two things. well, as I understand, and I'm chatting uh with you early afternoon thursday as I understand the we don't know who brought in the cocaine into the white House. I mean they've looked into it, but they don't know who did it now that to me is a very stupid uh conclusion because Either you had a major security breach, meaning somebody was able to bring powder into the White House, and there's a lot of things that powder can be, and it's not just cocaine. You can have all kinds of problems with powder. You can bring in, you know, explosives. You can bring in, you know, anthrax or whatever that uh, that is called. I mean, if you allow powder into the White House, you are—that's a huge security breach. So. For the Secret Service or whoever is doing this investigation to say that they don't know well that's I think that that's not an acceptable answer. They have to know they've got all kinds of cameras uh, in the White House, so they should be able to know where people are moving around. So I just have a very difficult time with this explanation so but if it's a security breach, meaning the the people who are sup- supposed to protect the White House. Are not doing their job. Well, that's a major security breach. That's something that we have to deal with, uh, like today, because you cannot expose the White House to powder coming in. That's just simply not uh, not an acceptable an acceptable situation. So I have a feeling this is not uh, the end of of uh, this story. I also read something else, and I don't have all the details, but I'll catch up with it later. Maybe we'll talk about it tomorrow. But I also heard that they had. In the past, uh, brought in some some drugs into the White House as well, or something like that. So you got to wonder, you know, who's coming in and who's bringing this stuff in. But for somebody to tell me that the Secret Service doesn't know or cannot find out, I don't know. I have a hard time uh, believing that. And if that's the case, then there's a major security breach they're going to have to they're going to have to deal with. I have got a post over at the American Thinker. Uh, Thursday morning about Justice Sotomayor. She's one of the justices in the Supreme Court. And, you know, here recently, you've had a lot of attacks on Justice Thomas, on Justice Alito, and also on Justice uh, Gorsuch uh, regarding apparently some gifts that they got or some money that they allegedly got. And, you know, people are even calling for the impeachment and the removal of of Justice Thomas, because I guess... Uh, I don't know somebody gave him some tickets to go to a game or something like that i mean and uh so you know i now all of a sudden we're finding out that justice sotomayor that his her finances have improved considerably since she's been a justice she's been i guess a justice for about 15 to 20 years something like that she was put in by by president uh obama so maybe 10 to 15 years ago but her finances uh, you know the reports that she has to file her finances have increased significantly. I mean, she's a very wealthy woman now, and she wasn't when she first came in. And then we hear reports that they were pushing her books in some schools and 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 stuff like that. So again, I don't don't I don't know if she did anything wrong, but I, it's interesting the double standard that you have here when it comes to Justice Thomas. You know, we want to investigate everything. And here you have the story about Sotomayor, and frankly, I don't see a lot of interest on the part of the media on that uh, particular story. So let's have, look, I think unless there's something that you can prove that they did illegal, I think we need to leave these justices alone, and let's just talk about their opinions, because that's what their job is. Their job is to uh, to write opinions, and if somebody writes a book and they sell a lot of copies, hey, power to them, power to them. That's, uh, that's a good thing. That's what America is all about. You write a book and you sell a bunch of copies. Okay, that's fine with me. But stop talking about Thomas and Gorsuch and Alito uh, and stop talking about their finances because you got a problem uh, where if you apply that standard, you're going to have to do the same thing with Justice uh, Sotomayor. So my suggestion is stop talking about these justices and let's just uh, debate their opinions, which is what their job job is. Thank you for listening. This is uh, Silvio Canto in Dallas, and we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye, everybody.